I'm Ardra Shepard, and this is Tripping On Air, a place to talk shit about what it's like to have MS. Normally, I like to make everything about me, but MS also affects the people we love. So weighing in from the partner perspective is Alex Hajar, my friend whose wife also has MS. Join us monthly as we dish about everything from symptoms to stigma. If you have MS or you love someone who does, we want to connect with you. I've said it before and I will say it again. If you have MS, you deserve presents. Every year I do a holiday gift guide with some of the best gifts for people with MS and the 2022 guide is maybe the best yet because this year it's packed with great ideas, but also some pretty sick giveaways. For the complete gift guide, go to trippingonair.com. You can see all the items. I'll post a link to enter the giveaway contest, or you can go straight to ami.ca slash TOA contest to enter. So I've always enjoyed the past gift guide blogs. They're awesome. Um, they're always handy. They're always on the, you know, on the website um, at trippingonair.com. Um, it's like a cheat sheet that I that actually works and I don't have to write it on the back of my hand. I can just hold it in my phone. Uh, there's do's and don'ts, which are handy, obviously, um, you know, because there's always that sort of sick person gift that you get, like hobby sets or healing crystals. Um, Nicole and I are experienced people, so we get each other those types of gifts. So I would never get her, say, you know, a mobility aid. I mean, I also love experienced gifts. I do kind of think we all have a bit too much clutter for sure. I love that you brought up the sick person present because I think there is this instinct holiday or not to give when somebody is sick with something to give them some like tea or a mug or whatever. These gifts are actually really practical or useful or thoughtful. And who doesn't love a gift guide? I mean... And so, yeah, I also what you said about, you know, you never get Nicole a mobility aid. I think there is definitely a know your audience aspect to some of the gifts on this list even, but also, you know, gifts that do identify with disability. When I was first diagnosed, I had girlfriends who told me that they thought they had talked about going together and getting me a cane for Christmas uh, because they had seen me stumbling around and walking. I was in a relapse. I was so mad. Like I would have just been really pissed I get to have received that gift at that time. I wasn't ready for it. So it's like, that can be a great gift, but you have to know your audience. It's a style thing. I mean, would you get your friend's shoes? I mean, and how do you think they would react? I would get the right person's shoes, but it's, it okay. is personal. I think at that time for me, it was like, I wasn't ready for a cane and somebody else couldn't right. make that decision for me. It felt more like a judgment of like, you're not looking after yourself. So, but now, That's yeah, fair. if you want to give me a fancy cane, have at it. Anyway. Canes are badass nowadays. Right? Like they're cool ass. Yeah, I think so. They can really be a style statement, but anyway, okay. The first item on our list, I want to start with jewelry because I'm a blingy girl. You can't go wrong with me with jewelry. But this company, I want you to check out, they are called Revive Jewelry, and they make all kinds of really cool stuff. So rings, necklaces, bracelets, but it's all jewelry for a cause. So they support cancer, lupus, diabetes, MS, a whole bunch of other conditions. The necklace that they sent me is so pretty and so cool. It is called the MS Magnify Necklace. It's a denim blue quartz stone with an actual MS cell encased in resin. And they donate a portion of their profits to the condition that you're supporting, which I love. But I also love that it's just this really pretty piece of jewelry that can be a conversation starter if if you're feeling like maybe creating some MS awareness, you know, when someone says, oh, I love your necklace. Yeah. And you can say, it's, you know, yeah. It's better than like, oh, how did, why, why are you using that cane? Or why do you have a leg brace? Or why are you rolling around? Uh, you look too young for that rollator or something like that, which happens. Um, so that's a really elegant way to start a conversation about chronic illness. But also because it's your choice, right? Because you mm -hmm. can totally say, 
thanks. <laughs> like, <is> <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. here's where I got it. Or you can say, you know, thanks. And this is what it's about and what it mm-hmm. does. So it's, I think it's got that double functionality and you're supporting, uh, you're supporting MS when you buy one, it's a pretty piece of jewelry. I just think they're doing really great work. Um, and I love it when something is, you know, supporting a cause, but it's also, like fashionable and yeah. functional and cool. They have really, really cool stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. I almost forgot. Revive is giving away three of the Magnify MS necklaces. Ooh, that's nice. Three. So check them out. They've got great stuff. And I think this is one of their very nicest pieces. Nice. Yeah. That's it's perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Alex, mm. let's talk about the holidays. Sure. Okay. What are, you, are you doing any traveling? <laughs> what do you guys do? Yeah. So with Nicole and I, we prioritize travel at Christmas. We do like the opposite of everybody else. So um, at least during the non-plague years, we try to get away. Um, but this I mean, year we're going to be- It's still kind of a plague year. It's a, I mean, it is definitely a plague year, but uh, there's less rules this plague year. So right. we are going to Vietnam for a few weeks and uh, it's a gift to ourselves, actually. It's, it's our, uh, it was our 10th wedding anniversary on Thursday, on the 13th anyways. So this is our gift to ourselves for tolerating each other for 10 years um right um it's obviously traveling now is a way different than it used to be but uh we've come up with you know it's a evolving formula of how to travel comfortably i mean traveling to vietnam it doesn't sound that's not a drop and flop right no <laughs> there's that's... four cities planned that were i think four or five cities and it's all it's all nicole's doing i'm not pushing anything she books the flights books everything she's like i want to go to this city and do this i want to go to this city and do that there's a lot of beach flopping you know there's a lot of just hanging around on the beach but there's i mean scooters are crazy cool there and and you can just rent them and scoot about and <clears throat> yeah, there's like guided tours you can take and they were pretty cool. We did it in Thailand and they were really um, sort of thoughtful in, in how they took us around and stuff. So I think it's definitely possible. I love this. I think it's awesome. Nicole, I know, uses a rollator to ambulate and of course will be traveling with her mobility aid. I mean, we've all heard the horror stories of what happens uh, to mobility aids. I'm always a little bit worried that mine's going to get lost. Like I'm always looking out the window of the plane to make sure they check it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Alex, this, this is a great gift for Nicole, which (laughs) is a tracking device. Like I kind of actually can't imagine getting on a plane without putting this little spyware into my mobility aid. I agree. Right. I think it's so cool. But can you, can you see it from like like, let's say you go to Vietnam, but your rollator ends up in California. Yeah. Like, can you, you know, it's in California. Does it work like that? So this is why I love the Apple AirTag because it really does have the biggest um, reach and network to find your device. Okay. I also love it because you can customize it. I got mine engraved OP, which stands for Optimus Prime, which is the name of my own later um but of course you need an you need an iphone for that so um tile makes a version that's good for android but i think um i i mean i don't want to speak for tile i don't know if if it can guarantee the same way that maybe the apple air tag would but i think something is better than nothing and those i feel like those tile tags are really great if you just lose shit anyway like your keys your phone your dog like you know i honestly i was i literally said yesterday we need a couple for these cats you know if we if if we ever end up with a house you know uh, because i like putting the cats outside but they they sometimes they don't come back and i'd like to know where they get up to i think you can do that (laughs) right yeah there's collars you can build that little apple air tag into their their collar so but they're crafty they might work their way out and then you're out a whole air tag you're screwed (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I can't speak to that. But uh, yeah, protect your mobility aid. Mm-hmm. No, that's a very clever uh, thing to get for, it's an easy for, hack, right? for that purpose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, okay. Speaking of mobility aids, if you follow me on social media, you know that I am a fangirl for By Acres carbon fiber rollator. Alex, have you ever wondered like why why we call them a rollator? When did we start um, doing that? I so yeah, I I wonder why why have we changed it from Walker to not changed it, but why do we use rollator instead of Walker? Because Walker seems like the historical word for for I the, think this equipment. I, think the difference is that a walker doesn't have wheels you know those like you take a oh, step yeah which okay. actually seems kind of like a stupid design i don't i don't know but yeah, yeah i think rollator I is more the accepted term now well they roll and they're good they, they roll. motor actually yeah so this is a mobility aid that can help you get around it's like i said carbon fiber it's sleek it's stylish in my opinion it is the best looking device out there it's the lightest one in the world i can lift it with one hand and that is saying something i think they're under five kilos the handles yeah. are fully adjustable i think the the brakes are you just push them down they're super easy to use and the brake wires are all hidden so it's like super yes. sleek design right yeah they've totally nailed it anyway mm. listen like drum roll please because <laughs> by acre is giving away one of their carbon fiber <sighs> rollators. That gives me chills because I mean, it isn't like the most affordable thing. So it's a bit bougie. It's true. But, you know, they're they're a small business and um, they make an awesome product. The one that they are giving away is cherry red, which is perfect for the holidays. Uh, yeah. Just put some mistletoe on the one of the handlebars, I think, and you're all set to go. It's, it's such a great, yeah. You know, I know you said you wouldn't get Nicole a mobility aid as a gift, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I was going to get her one, this would probably be the, the, the one, but just because it is quite badass, it looks cool and, uh, and it's quite good. I mean, I was surprised that it can support, um, you know, it's, can support, it can take a beating from what I've seen as well. I mean, I've had mine for, for years and. I have lugged it around also. I took it on a plane once. I usually take my rolls on a plane, but I took the by acre because I was traveling by myself and I didn't have anyone to push me. And that was really nerve wracking uh, because I didn't have a travel bag for it. Yeah. It folds up flat too, right? It folds up. It's so skinny. It's I mean, again, I'm fangirling over it, but I think, you know, you you wouldn't buy your wife a mobility aid for Christmas, but this feels like a mobility accessory. Yeah, I, I can Maybe. see that. While we're talking about needing your hands to walk, I think MS for me, it, it dictates so much of you know, like things you don't necessarily think of, the shoes you can wear, but also for me, the bag I can carry. So because my hands are on the rollator all the time. I need a bag that I, I love a crossbody bag. I don't want a bag that's just going over my shoulder. That's going to slip off of my shoulder. So my preferred bag is like out of the way crossbody. I love that we're wearing fanny packs crossbody. Like why didn't we They're think cool about again. that the first time they came <laughs> around? We wore them. I just bought one. You did? I just, I just got a crossbody bag for Vietnam actually. So it's like a day bag. It goes over my body. It's like a triangular shape, teardrop shape kind of thing. And it just sits flat against my person. And yeah, it can fit phones, a sunglass or sunglass clip. And there's a pouch for my phone and passports can go in there. It's RFID. It's like the whole kitten caboodle so to speak you know but uh it's so easy and it's dead flat so i can just stick it in my bag and then use it when i get to my destination that's the other thing i love about these bags is that they are gender neutral mm -hmm. like i don't want to carry your shit you know <laughs> like yeah <laughs> the bag that i am recommending on this gift guide they're by roncy packs these bags are so beautiful they are handmade they are upcycled um, they make them in leather and in vegan leather. They sent me the black leather bag and I loved it so much that I went right to their website to see what else they had. And they had this beautiful pink bag. And I'm like, I need to have that also. It's sold out. 
Right away. And I think, of course, right? Because they're using upcycled materials that it's going to be a limited quantity. I'm interested actually because, so it's called Ronsi. So for anyone who doesn't live in Toronto, there's an area called Ronsi's Val. Is Ronsi short for that? Because I want to shop local and there, that area is really, I love that area of the city and there's tons of mom and pop shops around there. And the less I have to travel, especially to go shopping, this is from my perspective, the better. Um, Alex, yes. Ronsi is short for <laughs> Roncesvalles. You say Roncesvalles? Roncesvalles. Am I saying It's like wrong? the beach, right? Like there's, it's always the beach, the beach. I say the beaches because I think there's multiple beaches, but nonetheless, I think there's always an argument, but yeah, Roncesvalles in this house. Okay. Do you do you say T dot or the six? I just I say Toronto. I'm old school. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> this is all local slang now, listeners yeah. from yeah. <laughs> America or Australia or whatever. Right. right. <laughs> Back to Ronsi bags yes. in Ronsi's yeah. Vales. Yes, this is a female-run mother-daughter shop. They do small batch. I can't. I love them so much. I can't say enough good things about them and the quality of their bags. They've got beautiful linings. They're so beautiful. The best news is, is that Ronzi Bags are giving away one of their bags to a lucky listener. And this luggage tag, can you see that? I can see it. it yeah, it's, it looks, that's pretty dope. They have it on the website and it's so cool. It says mostly okay, and <laughs> I feel like that should that's like my basic motto. That's you know, it's like the most that's true the, thing I've ever read. Yeah, sort of resting, sort of yeah, wait, l- words to live by. I think, um, and this is the one they're giving away real le- like real leather. I'll say in quotes or vegan leather. It's vegan leather. Mm, okay, yeah, it's I've black, always wondered like it's lovely how they do that. How they make vegan leather? Yeah, I think that's another episode, probably. But uh, yeah, I, think, I feel like, like that's a whole other podcast. It, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But it, it's cool, though. It's cool that they can do it. And if those, I have felt vegan leather, and it does feel genuine. This business is so responsible on so many levels. So um, the leather that they do use is is all upcycled, right? So it's it's like it's leather that exists, and they've repurposed it. So yeah, it's local, it's responsible, it's female run family business. Uh, it's badass. And they're, and they're gifting a bag. Alex, do you keep a diary? I keep travel diaries. Oh. I do. So anytime I go on a trip, like we just went to Cleveland, uh, you know, this weekend, I will write about that trip, but that's, a, that's as far as my journaling goes. I love that. I'm, a, I, I'm a lifelong journaler, but whenever I take a trip, the journaling goes next level. And whoever I'm with, I force them to contribute to the trip diary. Yeah, I do the same thing. You do? I, You're yeah, kindred be, spirits. I did not know this about you. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like I travel mostly with Nicole. So I'm usually like, you need to write at least one entry in each city or, you know what I mean? So there's your mark has to be in this diary as well. It can't just be me spouting a bunch of rubbish. I love that so bad. I have diaries from 20 years ago, traveling with friends and I made them all write in it. It's the best souvenir. I should do that when I travel. Yeah. Cause I went away. I went to Germany with the band that I play in. I should get those guys to fill, fill in a sheet or something. That'd be cool. Honestly, even if you just get them to write one sentence, yeah. day, like they will hate you, but it's worth it. That's okay. In five years, I'll look back and be like, hilarious. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of journaling. I think it helps you. Okay. So in terms of travel, yeah, that helps you mm-hmm. remember the experiences that you've had so you can relive them and revisit them. I feel like that's, there's something so special, but also healthy. Yeah. It's cathartic, about right? That. Yeah. yeah. But I think in terms of, you know, journaling just in general, there's actual research that shows it can help us heal faster. It can help us sort out trauma. Like there's all these advantages to not just our emotional well-being, but our physical well-being with journaling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nicole's a more of a, you know, day-to-day journaler, uh, but she has books that are mostly like, uh, or she has a couple books that are mostly like prompts 
you know, like what I should I be grateful for? What, you know, what was your favorite thing? She has one that's like five years. So it's every day for five years. So you do one a day. And so you can see what you were grateful for two years ago or why you thought this was a great day three years ago or something like that. So stuff like that is super cool too. I've done that diary. And also I've done the Kiehl's Simple Diary. Has Nicole done that one? Uh, I haven't seen that one on our kitchen table, but I'll recommend. So I want to recommend a journal that's on the gift guide. It's called The Healing Journal and it's written by Emily Sunez. It is actually exactly what Nicole might be looking for. So it's guided prompts and inspiration for life with illness. And I think this is a really great book for people who are even maybe new to journaling because it does have um, its prompts, right? You don't have to think of, oh, what am I going to say? So I I think it's it's a really great resource, maybe even if you're newly diagnosed or if you're struggling with progression or, or all of these kinds of things, it's got some sage advice some really healthy prompts. And Emily is giving away two of these books. Yeah, I checked it out on Amazon. It's super cool. The designs are really nice inside. Um, but yeah, giving away two, that's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. I mean, the prizes just keep coming. Yeah, and I think they are. I think we've got a few more to go yet. So that's cool. We're like not even halfway there. Alex. All right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. True, I true, mean, true. The holidays are about abundance right maybe yeah just pile the gifts it depends on who you are but just keep piling those gifts up anyways pile up the giveaways yeah i think and i mean some of these i mean this is uh like a tangible gift but it's also experiential in a way maybe yeah and i think i mean it gives you something to look forward to because you can work on it and then it gives you something to look back on as well um like you said it's part of the memory building thing right which is uh it can be a struggle for some people. So it's nice to look back and, and be able to remember stuff that you wrote down. So what's what's the best gift you ever got, Alex? <laughs> the best hmm. The best gift I ever got. You're putting me on the spot here now because I think my parents listen to Or like to the this. worst gift. Did you ever get um, a really crappy gift? Mm. Did you ever get Nicole a really terrible gift? I got her a gift that she never used. Uh I got her for a, <laughs> a wedding gift. I got her an electric bike. And I think like it was, we got married in October. So we stored it through the winter, but I didn't know that you had to take the battery out. So basically the battery froze and died over the winter. Um, and then she was literally never able to use it because um, halfway through the winter, almost into the spring, we ended up moving to England. So we never saw the bike again. Um, so that was kind of a sh- shitty gift. <laughs> but- I, dab- I like blogged and passed uh, gift guides about some questionable gifts I have may have received. Yeah, I think like lately, I mean, I'm 36 now, so I don't know how far I can actually remember, which means maybe I need a journal. But uh, yeah, I think I've gotten like a fair amount of alcohol over the years, which is not usually a bad thing. I think there can be something about gifts saying how how we think of you or how we know you. I think one of the worst gifts I got was a guy I was dating years and years ago. He gave me this mushroom-shaped, paisley-covered, enormous candle from, like, a head shop. It was, like, the only gift he gave me. Were you in high school? I was maybe, like, 21. But it was – I was very much, like, you don't know me and this is – terrible gift right (laughs) mushroom shaped uh candle that seems dangerous actually uh with the way the wax would fall off of that has i did i did burn it like it melted inward but yeah i mean i kind of hate burned it it was not a romantic (laughs) gift it was yeah (laughs) that's has carrie ever got you anything that you were like oh thanks a lot Carrie is a very good gift giver. Okay. Um, but I like romantic gifts. And I, so right. one year he nailed it with like perfume, jewelry, like just all these lovely things. And then the next year he gave me like an electric purple blanket. Like I'm talking Barney purple um, electric blanket. And there were two other sort of similar blankety type it was it was very the theme was very much like ardra is a cold 
consumptive old lady, right? (laughs) Right. And yeah, and um, and I was not happy. In fact, I cried on Christmas. Was it because of the blanket itself, or the was the color just just added insult to injury? The size of a tarp, and it was ugly. It was um, okay. Yeah, it was not sexy at all. I just, I think it was. It was definitely, it was thoughtful. He was like, you're always cold. It was, he was being thoughtful and I was being awful. Really. I think it was just, but it's in the past though. You know what? It's all presents that reminded me I was sick and it, it wasn't, you know. And those are some of the don'ts, right? Don't get things that remind people they're ill. Um, okay, but back to the gift guide. I want to talk, uh, about what we, we talked about the healing journal, which is a great, initiative to wellness, there are lots of tools available right now that kind of recognize that managing MS is about more than taking drugs and getting routine MRIs. A holistic approach is really is really key. True Medicine has an online 12-week Live Well with MS program that is led by a physician who also happens to have MS, which I really love because she gets it, right? And I think that's so important. It's It sounds like a really cool program. I haven't tried it, but we have uh, a giveaway of um, one, for one lucky winner, we'll win this, this 12-week course, which feels pretty amazing. It's going to be weekly Zoom meetings. It's all virtual. It's coaching with lifestyle tools to help support your body on a cellular level. And it's all within a community of people working to live well with MS. So I, I, I read about this and I'm super interested because, you know, I think the overarching um, feedback uh, we get is that, you know, MS is different for everyone. So is this uh, like, is this a formulaic thing or it sounds, what it sounds like is you get kind of a bespoke experience for these 12 weeks. I can't speak to it so specifically, but I think as much as everyone's MS is different, there are some universal things that we all struggle with. So, um, and some universal approaches to wellness that I think um, can help guide those kinds of conversations, you know, and also there's no mushroom candles, no mushroom candles. And you're learning from, you know, within (laughs) your peers, it's always awesome. I think to connect with Mm -hmm. and, and learn with other people with MS, but Alex, what's on your list for Santa? What, what would you like to receive this? I mean, I'm getting 30 pairs of socks. We've established that. Okay. So I've got another wild one, I think, but honestly, I wanted this item really badly. So I got it actually a few months ago. You got it for yourself. Um, But if I had another bathroom, I would get another bidet. Okay. Okay. So it's the one I have is dead easy to use. It's super simple to install. Back up, back up, back up. You don't want to, you're like, I won't buy Nicole um, a a rollator, a mobility, but you're like suggesting that a bidet is a gift. This is a gift for everyone in the house. <laughs> it's uh, like, like such an awkward gift. <laughs> it is. A, I, I'll admit it's not the traditional gift, but I'll be the first to say I like a practical gift. I asked for a Brita water filter and uh, a water pick for my birthday. So my parents think I'm really weird when I ask, you know, when they are like, what do you want for your birthday? And I say, yeah, give me a Brita. Um, but in this case, it's like, so the one we have is like a hose like you know, with a wand and things like that. It's really easy. It's just like one screw into the toilet, super easy to use, and you can adjust the pressure and you don't have to dunk your hand into the, you know, into the bowl to move around and stuff. It's super easy, but it's just keeping clean. It's keeping clean and it's it's super easy to use. Uh, so it's about hygiene more than anything. It's fast and you're saving the planet. You don't have to use, um, you know, toilet paper all that much. So the one we use is like the, it's called the Aquas 360 handheld bidet. And I got it at Home Depot, but I mean, I love it. That's a really shitty gift, Alex. (laughs) Literally. I mean, you know what? Actually, it is a good, it is a very good idea. And I said to my doctor earlier this summer that in all my 20 plus years of MS having, which has 
included a significant bladder problem. I'm a self-catheter user. I've had so many infections. It's stunning to me, actually, that no medical professional has ever recommended a bidet to me. It's um, oh, really? Never. And I think. I mean, we weren't recommended it by a doctor. This is a friend told me about right? it. Right. But I think, yeah, yeah. And listen, like, you don't, as far as I know, have a bladder problem. I know you don't have MS. But um, so, you know, you're saying this is a gift everyone can use. I'm saying specifically for people with MS who want to avoid bladder infections, this could be a tool that is, you know, I'm on like prophylactic antibiotics for years and years. And no doctor has ever said, have you ever thought of this? It's kind of cultural maybe, right? Like The thing is, yeah, I think like, so my Italian grandparents had one of the ones that are like separate, a separate unit from the toilet. So you would kind of hop, skip and jump over to it after you were done. This just attaches right to the toilet, the one that I use. Nicole uses it same like she loves it uh, you know i'm i was disappointed like i said we went to cleveland on the weekend and i was like they didn't have one obviously because north americans don't typically have this i think uh and i was like i cannot wait to get home and <laughs> I need wash, to wash my, my backside thumb. properly yeah but it's it's handy and like i said it's healthy it's healthy and and it does because you're not having to like you know for lack of a better phrase reach around or like kind of maneuver with the toilet paper this you just point and shoot. And it's that easy. It's super cool. I think it's also worth pointing out that you don't have to do a bathroom reno. This is an inexpensive attachment. I, I went, I studied in France. I lived in France for a while with a family and I had no idea what that weird little toilet was like. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't ask. And I'm sure they thought, they had questions about why I never used it. It was very intimidating yeah. and scary, but this is not intimidating and everyone should get one. Absolutely. One last thing. I think culturally speaking, they were massive in Thailand when we went there. I think they're probably quite popular in Vietnam as well. Uh, and they're big in the Middle East as well. And uh, I heard it from a Middle Eastern friend of mine and uh, they're, they've had them for, you know, centuries and stuff. It's just such a pop. He had a, a travel one. Wow. When we went away, he went, he had a travel version and I'm like, now I'm kind of tempted to get my own. Um, cause they're great. The first time <laughs> I went to a really, really fancy hotel in New York city and I sat on the toilet and the toilet seat was heated and it was like the most, yeah, I think when, then when I move the next time we move, we're moving in a couple of years, uh, I, I want one of those fancy Japanese toilets. Let's get out of the bathroom. What else have you got, Alex? Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. So there's this really dope photographer that I follow on Instagram. I think that a photo shoot is actually a really great gift for partners uh, because it's actually a really good confidence booster. Um, I get the feeling that partners sometimes maybe feel, you know, or start to feel one dimensional, uh, in their day to day. Um, I do, you know, you kind of get, you kind of just feel like that. Um, and this is one way that I think you can look back at yourself because these photo shoots are super classy and they're super well done and they're dramatic and sexy and stuff like that. So you can, they really excite emotions and feelings that you don't get, uh, you know, from doing your chores and, and things like that. So you're saying the photo shoot should be for the person with MS? I think it works for both parties, but I think that the partner okay. benefits from, I think the partner can definitely benefit from this, um, from a photo shoot as well, because you just, it's just a step away from, from your day to day thing. I, you know, I really like how journaling can help us reframe and process our own narratives. But I think photography can do this too. I had my own experience when I was struggling uh, adjusting to mobility aids and I hired a photographer and had like a full glow up and thought, you know, I want to, I want to feel a certain way about this. And I'm going to use this art form, this photography to help me feel that way. And it really, really worked. So I actually think this is an excellent idea, Alex. Like, um, it can help the person with MS maybe get back in touch with a part of themselves that they have are not familiar with. It can help partners 
feel a certain way, you could do a couple shoot. This is something even, you know, that you could maybe even DIY or do a bit on a, on a budget, you know, enlist some friends or I don't know, but there is definitely something also about hiring a professional to just, you know, you don't need a wedding or a special occasion to just nope. make a big deal of yourself. Yeah. It's, it's a definitely a, like a, I think, you know, in the grand sch- scheme of things, it's a small scale way of really pampering and changing how you can see yourself. Right. Uh, whether you said individually or, or, or as a couple or whatever. Um, but it's really awesome because one lucky winner will receive a one hour portrait session with 10 digital images. Uh, the winner for this one must be able to claim this prize in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, from Irene Kostitian, Uh, And you can check out her portfolio at uh, Photography.ca. She makes everyone look like a badass. I love that. And 10 images. That's that's a lot. It is that's a lot. Like Honestly, wardrobe like, changes but, and different looks. Yes. Yeah. She could do it all. I, I'm, I'm, abs- I'm certain of it. Uh, and so, yeah, you said you have to be, uh, in the hammer Hamilton. I think you don't have to be in the hammer to, to win it, but you have to be able to claim it there because I think that's where she's based. Uh, and she does wonderful work. there. I used to live in Hamilton. Ooh, did you live on the mountain? I did not. I did. Oh, well, you know what? I actually did live on, I've, I've lived in a lot of places. Uh, to be fair, I don't know where the mountain is. People say it and I know it, but it's not really a mountain. It it's technically an escarpment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It is. Um, That's funny. Yeah. No. Um, but I, I especially, I lived in Westdale. I lived on the mountain and I lived downtown and yep. The hammer. It's a, it's a great town. I used to be a docent at the art gallery there and it is a beautiful art gallery. And if you're in Hamilton, you should check it out. Yeah. Hamilton's underrated. It's a cool town. Totally. Yeah. Lots of great restaurants and, uh, yeah. And football, cool. right? If you like football. I don't like football. I like TV. Um, Me too. But Alex, it's yeah. still big on that. But. My dad, he's like, honestly, during foot, CFL football season, I can tell whether or not the Cats won or lost based on the mood my dad is in. That makes sense. That I Does can it? see that. Does it make sense? Oh, I don't think it's valid, but it it does make sense. (laughs) Yeah, tie cats. Um, Okay, but yeah, TV. I would much rather watch TV. Alex, what what's your favorite show? Is it it's Fashion Dis, right? (laughs) So, I'll just preface this by saying my favorite show ever is a three way tie between Doctor Who, Battlestar Galactica, and Star Trek: Next Generation. but just because I'm a huge nerd, um, fashion disc is, I, I think fashion disc is obviously amazing. Uh, but I think it's fair to say that the entertainment industry has had a sort of invisibility cloak over disability for a long, long time. Uh, so a makeover show that features disability is, uh, yeah, authentic and refreshing. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. It was very fun making it and we're actually gearing up to make season two soon. So yeah, but the reason I bring up Fashion Disc is because one of the breakout stars of the show was Billy Footwear. Every time we introduced one of our participants to these top opening shoes, their head exploded and we had to call a medic. I believe it. I've seen it. Right? It's uh, honestly so. Anytime I was watching uh, Izzy open up those shoes like they were a book, um, yes. it was incredible. Like my mouth would drop because we do struggle. We struggle with these shoes, with all shoes, because Nicole wants to feel seen and wants to feel cute. And I'm sort of, you know, there tapping my foot like the warden of shoe prison uh, with a practical, safe option that, you know, I'm just holding there. But uh, these adaptive shoes with the zipper and the pull tab, they open up the whole tongue so you can just drop your foot in like your Tony Hawk. Um, they're a game changer. And you know what, Alex, I'm I'm going to say I'm I'm going to say they're not even adaptive shoes. I'm going to say they're universally okay. designed because they're you don't have to have a disability to wear them. Of course, if you have foot drop or you use a dictus band or an orthotic or you have a prosthetic leg these are the shoe for you but everyone can wear these shoes like they look cool 
on everyone and they have so many styles and i think yeah it's nice to see like a fashion forward look doing this too right like they've got high tops and low tops and things and they've got different styles of shoes that can really just make you look like a true kick-ass person and they're easy i would wear them That's honestly they're saying. super easy i'm i'm tired of laces <laughs> like laces can screw up yeah all right. It's like that's like one of the first things you have to learn as a kid is how to tie your damn laces. And now you don't even have to do that. Yep. It's like <laughs> uh, it, it's like math. Right. Remember when we were kids and we were like, we're oh. all going to have calculators <laughs> in the future. We do, we and we do, though. That's right? the, so that's the that's problem. What I mean, <laughs> because we, I learned how to do that stuff. And now it's useless because the to. calculators are everywhere. Yeah, so. <laughs> you need to like taking up space in your brain. Yeah, unless there's some like boomer with uh, an abacus still in their office, I guess. I don't know. I don't think those <laughs> you think exist. boomers use abacus? <laughs> <laughs> no, Apologies I'm just yeah. to boomers everywhere. Uh, Alex, <laughs> so I'm I, a millennial, so take the piss here? out of me yeah, all you okay, want. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Listen, <laughs> uh, I am a big fan. Do you have a favorite app, Alex? I, uh, I like do- apps. Yeah, I I kind of like apps. No, I don't love the no. technology on my phone. Actually, you know what? I do have a favorite app, and it's called Mango Languages. And it's a really it's uh, I'll say this and respect you know all respect uh, due to Duolingo Mango Languages. I got it from the Toronto Library. Uh, they gave they give you access to it or whatever, so I have it. And it's a really legitimately conversational way of learning a new language that is cool i i am also like a language learning nerd i love rosetta stone uh but yeah uh but yeah this this gift guide app has nothing to do with either of those apps which are both great um but yeah no i think there's so many apps that can also help you manage your ms you know i like i have notebooks back in that library of all the notes I used to take when I was first diagnosed. It was, it was too much. Um, yes. Anyway, there's a lot of apps. There's a new one on the block called Our Serendipity, and it is specifically designed for people with autoimmune conditions. And it's got all kinds of things like meditations, gentle movement, allergen-friendly recipes, which I feel like most of us can't get enough of. There's even a marketplace of products designed specifically for the communities. And they are giving away three one-year subscriptions. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. That's a good prize because I know like sometimes subscriptions put me off, but a free subscription is hella nice. Especially for something like this, which will broaden your sort of, it could broaden your horizons, right? It gives you access to something like that. These are great gifts for people who want to start the new year, I think, with maybe a new habit. Um, We meditate. I meditate. uh, It's made a huge difference in our day-to-day lives and the way that we communicate with each other. So we we sort of thrive on apps that offer this sort of thing. Um, And I think one specifically geared towards um, the autoimmune community, if that's something to say, it kind of gives me faith in artificial intelligence, right? (laughs) Build the algorithm for for people with disabilities. Come on. Yeah. I mean, there's so many... There are lots of great resources out there, but if you want to get offline, because I really, really do need to put down my effing phone way more than I do. Yeah. Like one thing that I miss from the before times pre-pandemic days, Mm -hmm. because I spent a lot of time in waiting rooms of doctors' offices is all the access to magazines. Right. I'm, I'm like child of the 90s like i do <laughs> i still love magazines i mean it's like any sort of tactile thing it's a great like books right like yeah. i like ebooks I've, i you know i use them to travel everywhere because they're so compact i don't need to take three or four massive books but holding a magazine in your hand and looking at those cool glossy pictures who doesn't enjoy that totally my favorite magazine right now is fashion It is Canada's top fashion and beauty magazine. And it's tops for a reason because, Hmm. I mean, it's, it's a magazine that features everything you would expect from a fashion magazine, 
but they're just really killing it with making fashion for all. I feel that it is very inclusive that I see so much diversity in every single issue. It's not just, you know, they do a special issue that's dedicated to like this marginalized group or this mark. It's just so well integrated. I see all different sizes, ethnicities, abilities, genders, and it's cool and it's on trend and it's on point and I love it. And I can't say enough good things about it. And they are giving away what a one-year free subscription to a listener. All right. Is it a one-year free subscription? This will come to you in your mailbox. Yes. So, I mean, you can access Fashion Canada online, uh, but you get the hard copy. This is part of the subscription. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, I will read a magazine cover to cover in print, but I don't online. You know, I might look at one article or. No, I don't care for, I get an, I get like a, I get an online, like I get like a professional, so I work in like engineering. So I have this uh, professional group that I belong to and they issue this um, actual, you know, quarterly magazine. And then they, they issue the exact same magazine online, which is great for a whole host of reasons, but I'll actually sit down and read the magazine. Whereas the, I'll just delete the email because it's just an extra email. I mean, it's great (laughs) for infusion days or insomniac nights. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's a real thing. Yep. So, I mean, okay. I think uh, I'd like to think about a charity thing. And I know this isn't the most exciting thing. I know that a lot of people don't like or don't love getting a card that says we donated money in your name to this cause, but I don't have the time to go shopping for everyone. I'll just admit it. Okay. So I want to know what is a good charity that I can give to this year and then give people cards for it. Yeah, the charitable donation. God bless. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was first diagnosed, my entire company took up a collection, like 600 people, and made a donation in my name. And and I didn't even, like, I didn't get the tax receipt. I felt like it was like, yeah, I mean, it was nice. But um, don't stop donating to the MS Society or whoever you want to donate to. I am going to recommend something that I think is a really great way if you want to make a donation, but you want it to be something just with like a little bit extra. So Dr. Gavin Giovannini writes the MS Selfie newsletter. It is a powerhouse of information. And in my opinion, it is the most valuable resource an MS patient can have except for tripping on air um, or no, like in addition maybe to tripping on air because we, we, we ride in different lanes. Um, but the MS Selfie newsletter, it's available on Substack and the information is all free because uh, Professor G, as he is also known, he is so passionate about having patients have access to this kind of information. It's so important. Um, but he, he's donating his time and it's a hell of a lot of it. So you can help continue to make this information free by making a donation to the MS Selfie newsletter, which also um, you could gift a paid subscription to the tripper in your life because that also does give them access to a microsite that has uh, a little bit more personalized information um, and some some case studies. Um, f- um, you could you could even pitch your own um, your own question, and Professor G might be able to do a virtual kind of case study that that he will then make public. I'm getting long winded about it. Please just check out the MS Selfie newsletter if you have MS. You should be following it. And uh, consider consider donating if that's if you would like to contribute to something that's very meaningful. He's doing great research and great work. That's awesome. That sounds like a worthy cause. So, yeah, this is some really great gear. I think some lucky trippers are going to have, you know, some banging gifts heading their way this year. I hope. Where can people sign up for this? Because this is a big deal. Totally. Yeah. So we've got 12 
great gift ideas for someone with MS and that's, and 13 giveaways. I think if I added them up, right, uh, I need to consult that calculator again. You can find the whole list on chirpingonair.com and I will post a link there where you can enter the giveaway or you can go straight to ami.ca slash TOA contest to enter. All of these items are available internationally, but you must be a resident of Canada to enter the contest. Contest closes December 1st, 2022. And then we're going to announce the winners on Instagram throughout December. So make sure you're following MS underscore tripping on air on Instagram. I mean, happy holidays, Alex. Yeah, I hope Santa is good to you. I hope he's good to you, too. And everyone else, uh, everyone listening. Everyone, all the, (laughs) like, if good girls and boys and even the ones who aren't good. Thanks for listening to Tripping On Air. Don't forget to visit us at trippingonair.com. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Juita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.